Believe me, you won't ever again desire another woman. Once you've known, and I wish you luck, mastered Vlana. Oh, of course, I suppose. Farford reeled back from the tent a half dozen paces, and there planted his feet firm and wide, feeling strangely dizzy, or was it drunk? He had early guessed they were almost certainly talking of Lana, but hearing her name spoken made a much greater difference than he'd expected. The two revelations coming so close filled him with a mixed feeling he'd never known before. An overmastering rage, and also a desire to laugh hugely. He wanted a sword long enough to slash open the sky and tumble the dwellers in paradise from their beds. He wanted to find and fire off all the show's skyrockets into the tent of Essidinix. He wanted to topple God's Hall with its pines and drag it across all the actors' tents. He wanted... He turned around and swiftly made for the stable tent. The one groom was snoring on the straw beside an empty jug and near the light sleigh of Essidinix. Farford noted with a fiendish grin that the horse he knew best happened to be one of Ringol's. He found a horse collar and a long coil of light, strong rope. Then, making reassuring mumbles behind half-closed lips, he led out the chosen horse, a white mare, from the rest. The groom only snored louder. He again noted the light sleigh. A risk devil seized him, and he unlaced the stiff, pitchy tarpaulin covering the storage space behind the two seats. Beneath it, among other things, was the show's supply of rockets. He selected three of the biggest. With their stout ash tails, they were long as ski sticks, and then took time to relace the tarpaulin. He still felt the mad desire for destruction, but now it was under a measure of control.